president of the Police Association, Chris Cahill, he's mentioned in the past that conditions New Zealand police are facing are becoming increasingly dangerous, and unless things change, it may be inevitable having armed full-time police. He joins us now. Very good afternoon to you, Chris. Hello, Chris. Good afternoon. Mate, thank you very much for coming on the show. So can we ask from a personal point of view, Chris, are you in favour of arming our police 24-7? Unfortunately, I am. And it's been reluctant that I've had to come to that position, but it's what I've seen out there in our community and what are reported to me. I think it's good to put some things in perspective and, and context. So nearly every police patrol car you see out there today will have firearms in it. And that's because of the need around the number of firearms incidents police are getting sent to. We've been telling them for a number of years what our members are seeing. Police are now recording that data much better. So it's nearly an event a day where a member of the public in New Zealand are either threatened with a firearm or haven't presented that then or a police officer. So unfortunately, and it's great that a lot of New Zealanders don't see that, the situation is always really very serious. Mm. Chris, are you saying, therefore, that if we go, and I know we're going back a long time in the time tunnel, maybe 20 or so years ago, 15, 20 years ago, when the Police Association definitely did not campaign to have um, all police armed, that the situation has changed that dramatically? What do you feel in the last decade, probably? Yeah, it really has. It's got a lot worse in the last decade. There's a number of reasons to it. I mean, without a doubt... Um, in recent times, the biggest change has been the 501 deportees coming back from Australia and the ramp up in the gang violence and the level of um, gang violence. But it's also the availability of firearms. Uh, the increase in the thefts of firearms is going up. Big increases in the last three years. Those firearms all end up in the hands of criminals. And, but just on, on these armed response teams, there is a safety thing around them as well. These are highly trained, expert police officers who can attend these dangerous incidents. If they don't, you're going to have other police officers that still have to attend them. And while they're trained, they're not trained at the same level. So there is safety considerations for both police and, more importantly, the public with these um, response teams. So, Chris, if you went to arming of every policeman or woman out there and carrying a Glock on their hip, so to speak, there'd have to be a huge amount of training go into this then, wouldn't there? I mean, it, logistically, that is, it's, it's huge. Yes, training will be very important. It's, it's got to make sure the officers are, are very comfortable with those firearms and clearly trained in scenarios around it. But it is interesting. What a lot of people don't recognise is Nielsen surveyed um, the general public in New Zealand this year. 61% of them were in favour of general arming. Now, on, on the first to point out, that would have probably been influenced to some degree from, by Christchurch. But even before that, um, back in 2017, it was 55%. So a lot of the public already recognised the need. And I think, you know, that's probably indicative of our texts and calls this afternoon. What, what, what would you say to the argument that um, people often put forward, and I've put it forward myself on occasions, you've got a young policeman or woman just out of training college, they're only very, very youthful, might be early 20s, even though they've had their training, they're still just, they don't have that life experience, they're nervous, they just don't have the work experience either in the force, and they've got this really advanced weapon at their disposal that things can go wrong with that. Yeah, it's not actually highlighted in, in the usage of tasers and pepper spray, but it's uh, but obviously the consequences of it going wrong is more serious. 
that really comes down to, as we said, more training, but also making sure we can keep those experienced officers on the front line. So these young officers are being mentored and trained by more experienced officers. That's really important as well. And that's a challenge given the numbers going through. So these are things that all need to be looked at. Chris, really appreciate your time. Know how busy you were, so thanks for fitting us in. Thanks very much, Chris. Take care, mate. Cheers. All the best. Bye-bye.